Welcome to Godseeker. This is Elizabeth Fulgaro. The current message, enough time. How often do you find yourself in a rush, even in a jumble? Is there more to be done than time to do it? Stop, pause, breathe, listen. Yes, according to the demands of our human culture, it will always seem as if there is more which demands to be done than time to do it. Such is life. However, in the culture of the kingdom of God which Jesus revealed, it looks different. In him, we see the freedom and gift of reduced stress in which Jesus invites us to live. Consider it. Jesus never rushed anywhere. He never ran faster to get someplace. And most of the time, he walked. He did not hail the nearest, fastest method of transportation and demand it. Consider also that Jesus was perfectly in Father's will at all times, only doing what the Father told him to do. In this way, by setting aside his own will, his life was a perfect reflection of Father and what Father wanted. We could see Father in it, in him. And this did not include rushing around. Everything in God's timing, and enough time always for what God wanted, for what God knew was important. But it looked a little different. Like the time when one of the local leaders, Jairus, came and begged Jesus for help. Let's read the story as St. Luke tells it in his Gospel, chapter 8, verses 40 through 56. Now as Jesus was returning to Galilee, the people welcomed him, for they had all been expecting him. Now a man named Jairus, a synagogue official, came to Jesus, and he fell at Jesus' feet and began begging him to come to his house. For he had an only daughter, about twelve years old, and she was dying. But as Jesus went, the people were crowding against him, almost crushing him. And a woman who had suffered from a hemorrhage for twelve years, and had spent all her money on physicians and could not be healed by anyone, came up behind him and touched the fringe of his outer robe, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Jesus said, Who touched me? While they were all denying it, Peter and those who were with him said, Master, the people are crowding and pushing against you. But Jesus said, Someone did touch me, because I was aware that power to heal had gone out from me. When the woman saw that she had not escaped notice, she came up trembling and fell down before him. She declared in the presence of all of the people the reason why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. He said to her, Daughter, your faith and personal trust in me has made you well. Go in peace, untroubled and undisturbed well-being. While he was still speaking, Someone from the synagogue official's house came and said to Jairus, 
your daughter is dead. Do not inconvenience the teacher any further. But Jesus, hearing this, answered him, Do not be afraid any longer. Only believe and trust in me and have faith in my ability to do this, and she will be made well. When he came to the house, he allowed no one to enter with him except Peter and John and James and the girl's father and mother. Now they were all weeping loudly and mourning for her, but he said, Do not weep, for she is not dead, but sleeping. Then they began laughing scornfully at him and ridiculing him, knowing without any doubt that she was dead. But Jesus took hold of her hand and spoke, saying, Child, arise. And her spirit returned. And she got up immediately, and he ordered that she be given something to eat. Her parents were greatly astonished by the miracle, but he instructed them to tell no one what had happened. Pretty cool, right? Jairus asks for help. Jesus comes, and a miracle happens. Praise the Lord. And in this message, we're looking at what happens in the middle of the story, in the in-between, in that part of the story which was probably agony to Jairus. His daughter is dying, and Jesus stops? Jesus pauses? The issue is urgent. Certainly they must rush to his daughter. And she dies. But Jesus stays in God's timing, which is always enough time. Jesus is listening to Father for what to do when, and he needs to pay attention to this woman. In the intense urgency of the moment, Jesus stopped to deal with the woman who had had a problem with pleading for 12 years. He did not say to her, um, I'll be back, uh, wait for me here, or not today, it's not good timing, try me another day. He did not dismiss her or only give her a trite greeting. He was present to her in the most formidable, transformative way. While he was present to her, word came that it was too late, that Jairus' daughter was already dead. However, Jesus had been in the Lord's will not to rush, and in Father's will, not to make it to Jairus' daughter seemingly in time. The purpose of the miracles of Jesus was to reveal God the Father and the coming of the already here but not yet fully manifested kingdom of God. The will of Father was for the greater temporal miracle of raising her from the dead without ignoring that need. Jesus did not get caught up in hectic. He did not run to get there faster or get more done. He simply did what the Father told him to do, and he was only in ministry three short years. Yet, according to what Father wanted, Jesus completely finished the work. He came with a global ministry. He never left the Middle East. He never even fully traveled around the Middle East. Yet none of us would dispute that Father's work was accomplished. Hmm. We are to be followers of Jesus. So what about us? On the streaming, seemingly unending list of to-dos, he knows what you actually need to do, in what order, 
because he knows the actual consequences of each and what he wants to accomplish through it. No one else does. There is only one who knows the future, and so he knows the present and where your priorities need to be for his glory manifesting in your life. Dare to listen interiorly for his soft, quiet, gentle voice. Dare to trust and obey. Doing the step he lays before you in this moment, letting the rest go for now. He may bring it back as a task for later. Come to rest in his enough. Receive the peace, contentment, and unabashed wonder of simply doing that which he lays on your heart as he does so. His plan is perfectly enough. Let's finish with a scripture from the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 38. For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. Listen to the song, Your Timing, on the Walk on Water album. Thank you for joining in. Godseeker messages are sponsored by Eagle's Nest Foundation. This is Elizabeth Fulgaro. Listen to your timing, and especially if his timing right now doesn't seem to match yours. Listen to it until it's your prayer. I am praying for you. Keep seeking God.